0: Welcome to the whiny girl podcast. I'm your host, Abby, and each week I invite my guests to talk about real life, personal struggles, and owning your shit through all of it. We'll share life's journeys over a glass of wine, and we'll get real about growth, self-awareness, and being the best work in progress you can be. So grab a glass. Pour a drink, and come wine with us. Welcome back. It's the whiny girl here, and today my guest is back. Hi, everybody. It's the old-fashioned.
1: And we are delivering on our promise of the Z-Man experience. But first, let me pour my drink. Which today is a beer that we'll talk about later.
0: It literally looks like wine. It's red. It looks like a cabernet and you're pouring it into a beer glass. It just doesn't even look right.
1: Hear that fizz though? It's definitely a very crafty beer, which normally I'm not super into, but
0: I sipped it and it tastes like it tastes like a tart, like a sour beer. A little
1: bit. It's interesting. It's a local beer. We'll tell you all about it at the end of the show, so hang on with us.
0: Yeah. So what, what are we doing today?
1: I got the first takeout that we have gotten since coronavirus started. We've done Truth. Zero takeout. And today I went by Joe's KC, the Overland Park location, or actually the Leewood location, I'm sorry, right on the border there. And uh, I got two Z-Man sandwiches, the classics, and some fries. I'm excited because it smells really good. And to be fair to Joe's, these were uh, picked up earlier and then refrigerated and now heated up, but they still look and smell amazing. And I've given the whiny girl all my pickles because in every relationship, there should be one person who doesn't like pickles and one person who does.
0: Also truth. And I appreciate that you hate pickles.
1: So Z-Man on the deck. Let's see. Want to do a bite? You go first.
0: Okay, first of all, let's describe the sandwich because this is the largest sandwich I've ever seen in my life, minus a club. I don't know how you're even going to fit this in your mouth.
1: It's beef brisket (gasps) with provolone.
0: Guys, there's onion rings.
1: An onion ring.
0: Oh, I feel like I should be doing an NPR show and talk about the onion rings and how delectable they
1: look. Joe's barbecue sauce. So it's, uh, it's like the perfect blend of cold and hot. And uh, crunch and soft texture. So you go first.
0: Okay. I'm going to try to take a bite of this.
1: This it's, is... a, it's a pretty big sandwich. And we'll tell you about the history of it. It's... Why it's called the Z-Man. Yeah, it's huge. And Joe's gave us nothing for this. So you're welcome. This is pure Kansas City love. So she's going in for a bite. Mm. Mm. What do we think?
0: It's really good. It doesn't have enough barbecue sauce on it for my taste. But I have two... Count them two containers of barbecue sauce on my plate that I'm going to now like dump all over this. And it's going to be amazing.
1: (laughs) Go ahead and try some of the fries. The seasoned fries are amazing.
0: Yeah, those are really good. Yeah. Glorious.
1: Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going in for a bite.
0: Do it. Oh, my gosh. They're really good. Ooh, that's like a crunch.
1: Oh, it's so good. (laughs) All right. Well, these are still somewhat warm. We're going to finish these off. We will come back to you and Mm. give you some history of the Z-Man sandwich. Why it came to be. Yeah. Why you should go get one. And some of the kind of legend around it.
0: Yeah. And we'll talk about other stuff too. Like really fun stuff. Did you know that you can listen to the whiny girl on so many different platforms? Click the link below and you'll find all of our episodes that we've put on YouTube. They're amazing. You can actually see us talking. Unreal. Or you can just visit thewineygirl.com for all of our sites and our social media. Be sure to subscribe and thank you so much for listening. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, we're back. That was really, really good.
1: It's been a quick commercial break for everyone, but we just crushed two Z-mans. I barely crushed mine. You completely crushed yours,
0: but I I did the classic mom, and I ate about half, and then offered the rest to the kids, which they devoured. So
1: so this is a little Kansas City lore for everyone. Whiny Girl is based in KC Moe, and Joe's KC is actually headquartered on the Kansas side, and I just learned in my research that it was named by Zagat as the State Sandwich of Kansas, so that's pretty awesome, but the name comes from a radio show that was on. There was a guy named Mike Zarek in the late 90s who was doing an AM show. He was very passionate about uh, what was then Oklahoma Joe's barbecue, so they did a contest on air to name the sandwich itself, and the names were terrible, so customers just kept requesting the Z-Man after the radio host, so the name stuck. That's how it is today, 20 plus years later. And it's a Kansas City institution.
0: Does it say like what the options were for the different names?
1: I I heard in an interview with uh, Joe, the owner, that they were terrible. <laughs> they were like the the Western Sunset and stuff like that. What? Yeah, it's terrible. Who
0: names a sandwich after
1: weather? <laughs> it was apparently so bad that they just kind of went with went with the crowd kind of named itself. Nice.
0: So this dude is forever known as the guy who named or is this guy the sandwich is named after him. And his name his name was Zarek, you said?
1: Yeah, Mike Zarek. Zarek
0: and then he started Zarek. to refer to himself as that, right? Yeah. Like as he gained Honorary popularity. Was the Z-Man. Yeah.
1: Hence the name.
0: Well, it works. Plus, it's really easy to write on the top of a styrofoam container. I can't imagine having to like write out Western Sunset on a styrofoam container when you were serving somebody to-go food.
1: So we we go to Oklahoma Joe's. And as a matter of fact, it was funny because we all went there. And then he said, you got to order the Z-Man sandwich. And all of us just ordered the rib plaque.
0: This is Adam Carolla. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> little technical difficulties. Uh,
0: I love it. It was really good though. I thought it was yum. Did you like yours?
1: I did. Oh. The windy girls enjoying some Pinot.
0: Yeah, I finally poured my glass right before I ate. So, but we'll get to that. We'll talk about that later. We're in it. Everyone wants to rush talking about the alcohol. It's What's... kind
1: of a foundational element of the show.
0: I know, but it's got to come at the end. You got to have. You got to have listeners need to hang on to the end because if they don't. <laughs>
1: So what's the topic for this episode now that we made good on our promise of some Casey barbecue? Well,
0: I'm like, I'm fat and happy now, so I'm good. Um, We were going to just... So we've got like several topics, you and I, that we wanted to talk about. Indeed. But one in particular, given the quarantine situation, working from home, dealing with people on the phone, because that's all you can do, right? And it's seemingly ends up being one meeting that runs into another that runs into another because no one has any need to get off the phone anymore because they're just sitting in their home office. So we need to talk about
1: social code words.
0: Social code words.
1: I am proposing.
0: <laughs> so, so by social code words, we mean there should be – like we all have texting code words like BRB. Like if we have to run somewhere – and, someone, and you're in the middle of a conversation with somebody on text, you just say BRB. And everyone knows, oh, okay, especially, mom, I don't know, for me, like moms in general, they're like, oh, I know, like something came up with her kids, she's going to yell at them or <laughs> straighten them out, and then she'll be, come back to the text. But it's just kind of like a social code. Like you know you can keep going and texting and typing, but the person on the other end that just said BRB, they're going to be a minute. So what is it when it comes to a phone call? Like, you can't just be like BRB and hang up the phone on someone.
1: But that's kind of what I'm proposing. (laughs) I don't think that's
0: going to go over well. I think we need to come up with a different word.
1: Well, that's what I mean. So I want a social contract that we all agree on where there can be an event in a call where you have to hang up. And some word, let's call it bananas. (laughs) where everyone knows I got it. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with the conversation. Something critical just happened and you have to vacate the call. Because what ends up happening a lot of the time is you're on a phone call with someone. It's often wrapping up and you're doing the whole like, yeah, we'll talk and we'll get back together with everyone and blah, blah, blah. And the next thing you know, there's like, 30 40 seconds of back and forth and it's just there's nothing productive that comes out of it it's just idle chit chat
0: isn't that how all meetings go like the last 10 minutes of every meeting is just generalized chit chat to make sure that people feel like they have a personal connection
1: exactly (laughs) it's part of the social norm you kind of end it on a good note yeah but here's a scenario you're getting a call from, let's say, a medical provider. The
0: president of the United no. States. That's no, probably not going to happen. I wouldn't even leave the call for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you send it to voicemail. <laughs> let's call it a medical provider. Now, there's times where, let's say, a doctor or a medical rep is calling you. And if you don't get the phone right when they call, there is no way you're going to be able to call them back easily. Oh, you're no. It'll get be like. The receptionist. Yeah. And then it's going to be a message and a callback. So. You have like four rings. It'll be a month.
0: It'll be a month before you hear from them again.
1: And that creates high anxiety for me when it's like, I've been waiting for this call, this important call, whatever it is. And I'm wrapping up a call that really is inconsequential by comparison. I want a word. Hey, bananas, click. (laughs) I think we need this.
0: I think I need to stand outside your office when you implement this for the first time. And
1: it would be known by all parties that it doesn't mean anything negative about the call you're on. It just means something more critical came up.
0: So why not just say, I got to go, I'll call you right back, bye.
1: Is that that too too many words? often leads into like, oh, I totally understand. Hey, one more thing. Or I just wanted to make sure you understood, and, and the, the call's a voicemail, and you're screwed. But Good you luck. know
0: people who do that to you, and they just hang up the phone, and you're like, oh, okay.
1: Not often, but it does happen. Yeah. I, usually it's someone who outranks you, so to speak, the boss, who's like, hey, I got to go, click.
0: And then you're like, well, whatever. You can't really argue that. Right. But if it's a if it's somebody you're trying to make a sale with, or somebody you've got to basically be nice to for purposes other than, I don't know. Does that sound bad? Does that sound bad? It's somebody you have a really, you have to build the rapport with. You don't want to ruin the rapport by just hanging up the phone. Or on a them. friend
1: or family member. Yeah. Someone where you don't want them to think that you're being rude. So it, that's why it's socially agreed. So bananas.
0: Is it socially agreed? Is it bananas?
1: I don't know. We, I have don't, to, we have to get a consensus. I think we people. need a vote. I don't know if the whiny girl is wide reaching enough to. Well, what's shift fun is norms.
0: there's an option on my podcast. You can actually call in and leave an audio message. And I would be interested to hear if others think bananas is the right term or if there's some other good way or good word that should be the code word for I'm hanging up right now, no further discussion, no harm, no foul. I'll call you back.
1: Yeah, and it could it could be a continued call later.
0: Yeah, okay. So on our anchor platform, you can click a click the button that says uh, leave a voicemail message. This is all shit I needed to figure out before we start this stuff, but whatever. We're gonna yeah. figure it out on the whim. There is a button on our anchor podcast, and there's also a link below you can click on and send us a voice message. So give us your vote, people. Tell us what word you think would be fitting to hang up the phone abruptly, not angrily, just abruptly, on someone and have it just be the new social norm. And we can, we'll bring it. We'll bring it. We're hey, going to implement up. it. I just,
1: <laughs> I just dropped my wallet into a pot of mashed potatoes. I gotta go. <laughs> Bananas.
0: Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Bananas and the mashed potatoes.
1: All right, I have another situation that I need a code word for. Uh-oh, okay. There are those interactions in those places where you are with someone for a period of time. Let's call it a haircut. You like to go to the nail salon. Um, right. Maybe some people get massages. There, there are those times where you're at a 20, 30 minute or, or more interaction where you're kind of expected to have a conversation with that person. We've all been in the situation probably, where it's like today I just don't want to have the idle chit chat conversation. I'd really appreciate that twenty or thirty minutes to zone out. I have an answer for you. Hit me. So I was friends with this wonderful
0: woman who, while we were in the military, and we had this exact same discussion because when you go get a pedicure, they always want to be like, "Hi, your mom. How you doing? (laughs) Whatever."
1: That's racist.
0: It's not racist. That's how. Okay, every single. I'm sorry, I don't. I've not found an American working at a nail salon that's ever given me a pedicure before. So it's not racist. It's just my experience. Thank you. Fair enough. Anyway, we'll have a code word for. We'll have a social code word for that any, <laughs> later. But we've had this whole conversation, and I have all often struggled with this. With what do you say? Like you don't want to be rude, but like literally, sometimes you just go to get. A pedicure or a massage to check out, right? So she always says, if you don't mind, I'm just going to shut my eyes and check out today. And she closes her eyes and she ignores them for the rest of the time that she's there. And she said it works like a charm every single time. So it's a code sentence. Yeah. Well, you can't just yell bananas at somebody giving you a pedicure and expect them to know what you're talking about.
1: Well, we'd have to all agree on it. <laughs>
0: Well, good luck getting the nail salon people to agree on it.
1: Oh, so a little communication. My example was there's an event happening. Yeah. But that's a little more applicable to lean into.
0: So what kind of event are you talking about? Because I, okay, haircut, nail salon. You, like that would be just like
1: no, personal fir- service. No, the first one I meant. The phone call. That's like, I got to go right now.
0: Right. Yeah. And then this one is is just like in generalized you're you're with somebody in person, and you right. just so you want a little to wrap more time
1: to explain yeah. yourself, which yeah. is fine. Bananas. <laughs> you, you can't overuse the bananas, or it can just I just a...
0: can I just leave? Like, what if like what if like I just want to leave? Like while we're having sex, and I'm like I'm done, and I just say bananas and I roll out of bed.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird.
0: <laughs> I think if we come to that agreement, then it won't be weird.
1: That's another episode. I'm testing this.
0: (laughs) I'm testing this theory. Bananas! Bananas.
1: (laughs) You work both ways.
0: Yeah, that could be misconstrued. We're going to need another word. (laughs) We'll
1: work on it. Call and leave a voicemail.
0: There you go. There you go.
1: All right, what's a social situation that requires a code word in your opinion?
0: I just think that like the, the dinner that you don't know when to wrap it up. Like when you go to dinner and drinks with people and you don't know, like what's the code word for like, do we get another drink after we're done eating and not force the other person into also getting enough? Not like, not like you for like everybody's a big girl, big boy, whatever you can make your own decisions. But what if you're meeting people for the first time or you don't really know them and You go to dinner, you have a drink, you finish the food, do you order another one or do you wait for them? And if you don't want to, like if you're done, because sometimes I've been in that situation where I'm like, I don't want to stay, I'm done. And then they order another drink.
1: Yeah. We call that the, yeah, I'll have one more.
0: (laughs) I'll feel bad though if I don't order another drink because they are. And then what do I do Just sit there and sip water until they're done?
1: Well, I remember from my, uh, my military time in Arabic culture, they have a whole system worked out when you want someone to leave. It's more attuned to hosting people, but it could probably oh. work. So if you're at someone's house, it's customary for them to serve you tea, chai. And uh, if your cup is empty and you want more, you kind of rock the glass back and forth. And that's a sign to them of like, hey, I'm out. And then typically, if they want you to stay, they'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. And they'll they'll pour you more tea. Right. Now, they'll typically continue to pour you tea because it's <clears> hospitality. <throat> if you don't want it, you just put your hand over your glass to like kind of block them. And it shows like, hey, I am about to leave.
0: Oh. Now,
1: if you rock your glass and they see it and they don't give you any more tea, that's yep. your signal for it's Get time to go. Get
0: the frick
1: out. So they've got this figured out.
0: That's brilliant. Yeah. We've had that before.
1: The get the hell out of my house? The get
0: the hell out of my house. I don't care if I have to duct tape your hands to the steering wheel. You're driving
1: home. We have a couple times. <laughs> some guests that were, like, getting ready to move in. We were like, all right, it's and, time to go.
0: And they're never people we know very well. They're always people we're like, these people look like they might be a good time. And then we have them over, and it's like, oh. And it's seven hours later.
1: And typically a good time. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, good time has to come to an end at some point. You reach the threshold at a certain point. I think that scenario is typically people with young kids that haven't been out of the house in a long time. Yeah. And they're like, I don't care if you've got like an orca in your basement. (laughs) Like, I'm in. Be like the weirdest whatever. They're like, I'm just happy to be out of the house. And And then
0: you just yell bananas.
1: Exactly. And hope they leave. Drop kick them in the chest (laughs) and then throw tea on them wait what
0: so that's a good one should we can should we start a a tradition now of giving tea to people see you'd have to like give people instructions then
1: yeah it's got to kind of grow up around itself
0: yeah people have to be raised in this culture
1: hey we just went to like masks and gloves as a society in the span of a few weeks like we can figure this out what if what
0: if now the social norm is when i want you to leave my house i start putting on latex gloves and a mask. The wrong people might stay.
1: Yeah. What if what if they also put on
0: What if they're like, oh, it's that time of night? Nice.
1: That could create some problems. That
0: could go south pretty darn quick. Okay, so that's out. That's not a social
1: a social cue. You know what George Washington would do? He would
0: chop down a cherry tree
1: with the person. With
0: the person in it. <laughs>
1: Washington, his lats were so wide, people would comment on them. Now, George Washington's wife would, uh, she would stand by the stairway of their house and basically get everyone's attention and say, I'm going to bed, the president will be joining me in five minutes.
0: Ooh.
1: So it took the burden off him to be the one to say, get out. But yeah. it made the point of uh, everyone needs to book it.
0: Yeah. And
1: he wasn't the bad guy. There you go. Everyone got the point.
0: So how do you work that out beforehand? There needs to be like a hand signal between you and I Yeah, it'd be, for me to have to It'd be iffy, bed. though, because
1: if you said the president will join me in five minutes, people would be like, who does this guy think he is?
0: <laughs> the Lord will join me. No, that's what I should say. The Lord.
1: <laughs> we can work on that.
0: We're going to need the a master of the house. We'll need like an umpire signal.
1: All right, I'll come up with something.
0: Yeah, no, a catcher's signal, not an umpire signal. Umpires don't give signals. I mean, they do, but
1: yeah, they have hand signals. Do for they? Plays. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, you mean like the signals between the players? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then we got to make sure nobody steals our signals because then they'll realize I'm giving you the signal, and then they're going to be
1: very offended. Houston. Yeah. Houston. So you no have one. A problem. So
0: no one from Houston is supposed to come here. Yeah, you, you dirty, can't come, dirty here.
1: Astros. <laughs> shame the game.
0: No, I think that's rough though because there's are there are some people who just don't get the social cue of when to leave a party or a get together. And I think like you said there's people that are so hard up for social interaction that they they crave it so much that they never want to see it end. So those are the people who generally stick around.
1: Yeah, sometimes just doses. Like a small dose is still okay. Yeah. Meg had that story about her date. That's another social code word that.
0: Yeah, there should be a code word like, my child is in the car. We're going to have to make this
1: quick. For the other end. Be like, I'm going to (laughs) bail.
0: Oh, for her to bail on him? Yeah. Yeah. That's called, I'm done. Bye. Pretty
1: much. (laughs) The awkward date scenario. And you take your chai tea latte
0: and you walk away. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Because hers was where the guy was in, in case you haven't listened to that one, it was where the guy was in the, it, he had met her for a date, but he had his toddler strapped into the running car out on the sidewalk of the coffee shop while they were on this supposed first date, but he didn't lead with that. You lead with that, right?
1: I think so. I, I think-, think
0: you lead in the text before you even meet the person in in person you lead with that like hey just so you know fyi i'll have my son with me
1: it's tricky you don't want to you don't want to come out with all your issues but yeah something important like that that may have effects you got to at least put it out there
0: yeah you can't be yeah you don't just leave that until like 20 minutes in
1: well we need a code word for explaining something and not sounding crazy because we've said If you try to explain that you're not nuts... The
0: more you try to convince people you are not crazy,
1: the more crazy you sound. Absolutely. 100%. If I was on a diatribe right now trying to convince you that I'm sane, you would instantly be like, that's the most insane person I've ever heard. 100%. So what's the code word for that? Promise I'm sane?
0: I don't know. I like the Kardashians one, Bible.
1: The Kardashians have a Bible code word?
0: Yeah, their code word, like for when everybody's joking around and then they want to get serious. And when they don't, like, they'll ask them, like, did you do that? Or did you say that? They'll be like, no, no, I didn't say that. And they're like, Bible, 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 did you say that? And they're like, Bible, I didn't say it. Like, I swear, I swear to God. It's basically a, a nice way of saying I swear to God.
1: I see. But it means seriousness. Well, maybe those Kardashians are onto something.
0: It's where I got my uh, peaks and pits from.
1: That's right. Around the dinner that. table. Hey, nothing against them. At least it's a relevant cultural reference. Yeah. We're not, and we're not talking about
0: Leah Remini or Remini, <laughs> Elton John. I don't know.
1: They're still current too.
0: Yeah, Elton John's current. I don't know. Oh, Jerry Stiller died though. That's sad. Yeah, I saw that. That would have been a non-current reference, but now it would be. That's what we call a circle back. Yeah. He's now a current reference. I was thinking
1: about that. Like Seinfeld was on 25 years ago. It ended in 97, right? Or 98, something like that. I have
0: no idea because in my dad's brain, it's never ended.
1: Well, it never has. <laughs> it's just a, a merry-go-round.
0: I've been hearing about Seinfeld episodes for the better part of my life.
1: He likes his Seinfeld. He does. He's got to come on the show at some point too.
0: He does. Talk about his 1970s adventures.
1: I can't wait. It's going to be a good show. Oh. That might be like a multi-episode experience because uh, Bill is not short-winded.
0: No, he's got plenty to say. Plenty. About everything, and I love it.
1: Well, if it gets to the point where you got to cut it off, just be like, bananas. There you go. That's,
0: that's there you go. What do I say to my dad?
1: How do I wrap up a podcast? Bananas. And be like, I'm sorry, what? And then you try to explain that you're sane.
0: And be like, no, this is why it makes sense. And they'll be like, you are clinically ill.
1: We might be on something, though.
0: <laughs> it's not going to end well. <laughs> Got to come up with a better word. We'll, we'll see what the people have to say.
1: I think the word is just bail. Yeah. Bail. Bail. Click.
0: But then the Southerners, they're going to have issues with that.
1: Because yeah, they're never in a hurry for anything.
0: No, I'm saying they won't pronounce it right.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about like a pace of life thing. No, they're going to be like, like bow.
0: <laughs> we're going to be like, What? By, Are they saying Bell? Bell? <laughs> What's happening?
1: Bell? Could be.
0: Just to be clear, I have plenty of Southern friends.
1: And yeah, I me think too. they would all laugh we, at this. We lived and in agree. the South for several years. Yeah. True story I got a little off the highway in Alabama on my way between Tennessee and Florida. And I stopped at a subway and I wanted olive oil on my my sub, and they could not understand what I was asking for. Turns out that uh, ol, I believe, was how they pronounced it. Oh, because, yeah, you can't say olive oil. They, they did not know what I wanted. Olive oil. Multiple people were trying to understand, and I I had no idea there was another way to pronounce it, so I was like, olive oil? <laughs> I had to finally point to them. They were like, oh, you want all."
0: I had a friend the other day say colored, as in she was gonna go and get her hair colored at the salon. Okay. But she said, I'm gonna go get my hair collared. (laughs) Collared. And I thought, like a crown? Is that like a new way to do extensions or something? Do we collar our hair or these hair collars? No, she meant color. I just couldn't understand her. So.
1: Hey, I can't say sandwich properly. You You
0: really can't.
1: So we've all got our quirks.
0: Yeah, not me. I'm perfect. You are
1: perfect, whiny girl.
0: Yep. yep you need yep. to take a sip. I have been. I, I have been like long. a my tiny tasting glass from the winery that we went to a while back. So these aren't very, uh, they're not big pores,
1: but. There's more of them.
0: Yeah. You just get to have 13 glasses of wine instead of three.
1: That'd be the tough one, having a code word for inebriated people because they don't care one way or the other. Ooh.
0: Yeah, you're going to have to make something that, that the drunks understand. Yeah, you could be like, it's a social contract, and they're like, I don't care. But you've tried to do that with me, like if I'm drunk at a party and I want to stay. Like you've tried to do like the whole like hint, hint.
1: It doesn't work.
0: No, it doesn't because I'll argue with you. And depending on the alcohol that I have, I will either argue with you ignore you or become super amorous i'll just cry yeah or love on you and be like oh my god yeah or i'll be like them fighting
1: words that could all be one night actually it could be (laughs) not so much anymore
0: no calm down in our yeah i don't mix my alcohols
1: anymore our elder years yeah
0: so well quarantine life is still on Kind of sort of they've opened up some parts of the state. you were out and about today. you got our sandwiches
1: a little bit for the first time, really
0: got our uh grocery situation squared away yet again, which I always laugh because I think people think we're hoarders when we go to the grocery store when in reality it's just a we typical have
1: teenagers and teenagers
0: yeah, who yeah. eat all the time, so yeah, so we did you did that. And
1: I did. Our grocery orders are starting to look like a like a, a kid who's drunk off warm Pepsi went shopping with like a gift card.
0: If you gave a nine year old and twenty dollars and sent him to the gas yeah, station, like pop
1: tarts, but it's the only thing that'll be eaten. So
0: yeah,
1: the its and chips and pop tarts and Oreos and. But
0: that then kind they'll of surprise stuff. you, and they'll eat a z-man.
1: They're pretty much eating anything at this point. Yeah, but it the good stuff. Wears off quickly. Yeah. So like beef stew is good once in a while, but you make it twice in one week and it's like, I ain't got time for that.
0: Yeah, they won't. They usually don't do the double. They won't double dip.
1: They're kind of particular about their tastes.
0: On any given day. Yeah. Yeah. It's stupid. But anyway, my point is quarantine is slightly being lifted. People are out and about. What are your thoughts on on everything. You've been out and about way more than I
1: have. I am completely lost as to what the standards are because they're different everywhere and different stores have their own policies and people are like selectively following them. So at this point, I think just be careful, take care of yourself and let the chips fall where they may. So I went to a gas station today and I had a mask on and I was literally one of two people of the Um, dozens, if not hundreds, this very busy, like big, uh, highway intersection gas station. So, you know, like 20 plus pumps, truck pumps, and uh, a lot of people inside. It was like lunchtime. So I was like, okay, I guess we're not doing the masks thing. I went to a different store later and the vast majority were, so I don't know what the trend line is.
0: Yeah. That seems to be no baseline depending on, well, you would think it would be dependent on what store you go to, right? I would assume that at a grocery store, you would see way more masks. But I keep reading posts about people being at the grocery store, and a lot of people aren't social distancing. They're not Definitely wearing not. masks.
1: You, you can't stay six feet away from someone all the time. Well, right. You'd you can t- try. Uh, yeah. But think about a grocery aisle you just can't. to begin with. No,
0: you can't. Well, and what did it take me? We, the one time I went out with you, I think the first time I had been out to the grocery store in seven weeks. Mm-hmm. So I had not gone for that entire time. That was the first time I saw that they had, like, the windshields <laughs> by the checkout lanes.
1: Yeah, the bulletproof glass. Yeah,
0: which isn't bulletproof. But – uh And then they had arrows on the floor, but it took me easily, I'd say we were at the store for about 30 minutes before I even realized there were arrows on the floor directing traffic like one way down an aisle so that people could stay six feet apart. No one was abiding by
1: it though. Yeah, they're typically not from what I've seen. Like I said, selective adherence to the rules, whatever the, the rules happen to be. So I don't know. I don't know where we go from here.
0: Yeah, I I guess we'll just see.
1: We just try to be careful. but
0: There was something I read today about the opening back up for the fall time for school. And it was a laundry list of things that our state, uh, I think Department of Education, was looking at to suggest to districts.
1: Well, I think we, we all agree that we can't. We can't just go back to the way things were on a certain day. You got to phase things in. Everyone seems to get that and be. But they're saying
0: like we need to change the way we do choir class and choir performances. We need to change the way we do sporting events. Any after-school activities should be canceled. Some of the suggestions were a little extreme to basically isolate everybody.
1: You know what they should do. Bananas. The first day, <laughs> just leave. <laughs> drop the mic.
0: All the kids should walk in and just scream bananas and walk
1: out. And everyone's like, well, we agreed to this. We
0: agreed. We've got it in the contract. It's the social contract.
1: <laughs> Let us know what you think of that. <laughs> Whiny girl, what are you drinking tonight?
0: I am sipping on some Pinot Noir by Hobnob. It's in a really trendy bottle, which is how we buy all of our wine, is based on the label.
1: <laughs> it's gotta look nice on the shelf.
0: Heck yeah. Uh Hobnot Pinot Noir 2018. Screw top. Screw top. Totally convenient. That's
1: how you know it's good.
0: Um, and this one is do 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 12.5%.
1: So that's your bare minimum, right? It
0: is. It's low, but it's good for when you're not feeling up for drinking, but you still definitely want to have a glass before you hit the
1: hay. So some days that works.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a good hangover wine.
1: Ob nom. (laughs) (laughs) I am drinking uh, Boulevard, which is our local brewery in Kansas City. I have heard that you can get Boulevard pretty much everywhere these days. For a long time, it was only available in the region here, but if it's changed on you go enjoy some but this is a vintage stock barrel aged dark saison ale co-fermented with norton grapes it's a 2020 limited release and it is 8.9 percent alcohol by volume so this is one of the big bottles there's no way i'm probably gonna be able to finish this you should i wish everybody could see it because it literally looks the same color as my pinot noir yeah for a beer it's pretty pretty kind of purple
0: yeah and i i said earlier i took a sip it's it's kind of a sour,
1: ugh. Yeah, I don't it's know. A, it's an interesting, uh, are interesting you en- nose. Are you enjoying it? Uh, it's a little, you're, you're right, it is like a sour, but it's also almost sweet tasting at the same time, which is kind of interesting to pull yeah, off. Yeah,
0: it's like but, a bitter grape.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, not really my speed, but Boulevard always does a, a great beer, no matter what they're doing, and it's tasty. It's got a good balance to it, so... It's am, vintage. Uh, I'm enjoying it.
0: It's vintage. I think it's cool. I like the bottle. The bottle's a very art deco style.
1: It is. I like it. They they got a good design going there. So It's very good. One pint. Looks good. Yeah. At a certain point I'm just going to tell the bottle though. Bananas. Bananas. <laughs> I'm out.
0: Well, check the links in the description below. I will um I will link the article about the Z-Man, because everyone's interested in... The legend. Yeah. It's a really good sandwich. Uh, but an otherwise really good
1: restaurant as well. So you... I did my part. I helped them out during COVID. Yeah.
0: And they were really appreciative, even though they were in their full hazmat gear when they served you, right?
1: They were. But <laughs> they were super nice about it. Super helpful.
0: <laughs> That's funny.
1: They've got a system for getting in there. So anyone who's local... Don't you worry about getting in there with either your call-ahead order or walk-in order. Nice. They got it all figured out. That's awesome.
0: Well, I'll link that below. I will also uh, make sure and link our audio message link below so you guys can call in and leave us a message. And even if it is just to say, hey, what's up? And then, uh, yeah, there's a button on our podcast to um, support if you'd like to. Um, we can definitely do bigger and better things with the podcast based on our listener support. So that would be awesome. We would truly appreciate it. And what else? What else? Um, I guess everybody just needs to stay safe. As things start opening back up, try to stay safe. Try to steer clear of people, but also don't forget, we are all human. We do need
1: connection. So
0: try to stay connected with people
1: Thanks while not connected for connecting with sick. us tonight.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cheers, whiny girl. Cheers. I'm Polly B. I'm the whiny girl. Thanks for listening. We'll talk at you next time. Bananas. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of The Whiny Girl. Be sure to check the description for all the links from the show and visit thewhinygirl.com for all things Whiny Girl. Until next time, cheers, bitches. Booyah.